What's going on? What's going on, good people? It's your boy Sunnyside Sam. A little constipated. This is my constipated voice. Today we're gonna be trying something just just a little bit new. Um, I got this record player from a very very special person in my life, and uh, I got what do we have here? We have Knights of the Sound Table by Cameo. So we're gonna throw this puppy on and get this podcast just started. So, good folk. I want to say, first and foremost, thank you for being you as always, because there's nobody but you that can be you. Now, that being said, I want to talk about how being you has an effect on people. Or should I say, to be more specific, how you being a leader affects people. So, I want to get into the groove of things. I want to definitely just touch on the main point here is really... The difference between two types of people when it comes to leadership, you have a leader and then you have a wolf. So, um, or, and some people, you know, you could call it shepherd and sheep, you know, wolf and sheep's clothing, whatever, whatever. I don't know. You got a leader and a phony, a real and a phony. So let me tell you first things first about, uh, the leader. And then I'm going to express what inspired me to finally get off my butt and make an episode. Um, leader. Let me see. I don't think I had the Google definition, and I really don't care. Um, but I'm going to give you my definition of a leader. The definition of a leader, in my opinion, is somebody who not only takes not even just a group of people, but really others in general, others who listen to their influence, take the opinions of these people, take the wants, the needs, the desires, you know, compacts them into a form where... All right, I can think about this. Now, how can we achieve that? You can't be a leader of a group if you have a different purpose of a different, uh, you know, if the group is saying choose the red pill and you're saying or you're thinking to yourself, I'm going to choose the blue pill. You want to be on the same accord as your group. So you have to be able to sit down and understand each and every one of the people in your group, each and, you know, each and every bit member, cog, whatever of your team, device, machine, whatever you want to call it. I don't really care. But a leader, it takes their parts, it takes their people, it takes the opinions of said people, and it works from that. You know, and whenever one person is falling behind, it's the leader's job to pick up the slack. It's the leader's job to find out what exactly is going on. It's the leader's job if one member of their group is hungry and they can't provide for themselves because of circumstances that are outside of their circumstance. I'm sorry, circumstances that are outside of their control. (laughs) My bad. It's the leader's job to find out, okay, how is it that we can help you be better so you can be better for the team so I can be better for you? That's what a leader is, in my opinion. Somebody who takes care of their goddamn on business and takes care of their group. That's what a leader is. Um, as for what a leader isn't, a leader is not somebody who will sit in the office all day, sit in the chair, uh, writing all commands, signing bills and whatnot. A leader is... Uh, you know, the opposite of a leader is somebody who stays in the office. You know, they stay, uh, you know, if you work in retail, for those of you who have worked retail or those of you who work food, rather than being out on the floor with the employees with the rough times, you know, they'll be back in the back office. Oh, I got to do these reports. I got to do these reports. Knowing daggone well, you had months to do those reports. And you could have asked another employee, hey, um, I got some reports to take care of. I need you to cover up here while I'm gone. Put somebody else on staff. Take that risk. But a leader would do that. A non-leader would not do that. But we're going to get back on point. A non-leader will also 
not necessarily care about the opinions of his people, won't necessarily care about the opinions, you know, of everybody who's affected by his actions, per se. And I say that because you get a lot of people who say, oh, I'm the manager of this, or blah, 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 this, that, and the third, or I'm the team lead of this. But if you were to actually sit down and talk with every one of the team members that are under this manager or team lead, I guarantee they would say, yeah, um, we don't really know what direction he's going in, but, you know, hey, I'm just here to get paid. I don't really enjoy being here because the leadership's kind of trash, but I'm just here to get paid. Now, let me get to you guys and give you a little bit of upkeep of what I've been doing, uh, where I've been. Uh, a couple months ago, as you guys know, I started a job. Uh, it was great. I'm not going to lie to you. When I started out, first four months, it was spectacular. Great pay, great, wonderful people to be with. You know, just a bunch of brilliant minds. working. Now, my type of work environment, I guess the best way I can put it to you is it's an office space, bit corporate-like, you know, in nature. But all of the people on my end, you know, my level... You know, you get people anywhere from a bachelor's degree to postdoctorate degrees. A lot of a wealth of knowledge there. That's not the problem. So four months, we had a training program. After that training program, we got moved into our actual sections. Everyone got shipped off to their actual sections and to where they're supposed to work. I get to mine. Um, I didn't necessarily get greeted by anybody. It's fine. Um, I was also put in the wrong section for my degree, mind you. But we're not going to get into the policies of it. But I'm going to skip to the leadership part. Leadership part is if somebody's being put on my team and I've never met this person, you know, we only have email chatter or we have phone conversations. Somebody's put on my team and I'm within a 40, 50 hour driving distance. You know, I could work from home, but I choose I'm going to come up to the campus or if I have to come up to the campus anyway or the site, whatever. I'm going to make sure I come introduce myself to that person. Try, you know, say, hey, I know you're busy working right now, but can I borrow you for like 20 minutes? We go get a coffee, sit and talk so I can pick your brain, find out who you are. I don't even got to pick your brain, you know, some manipulative type material. But I just want to find out who you are as a person, what exactly you face as a struggle within a job, what struggles you face, you know, in some parts of your life, not all of it. But the reason I want to do that is because I can have a better understanding of you. That is my job as a leader. That record just skipped. God dang it. So, I just want to have a better understanding of you as my, uh, not underling, but a member of my team. As a member of my team, I want to understand you. As the leader, I want to understand you, the member of my team. It's, it's a simple matter of, you know, let me see where you're coming from so I can show you where I'm coming from. That way we can be able to effectively communicate. Um, I didn't get that. However, uh, everybody else who was dispersed to their teams in my section, well, in my training academy in our area, we had like what, 13, 12 people, uh, two of the people left beforehand. It was like, yeah, this ain't it. But I was like, all right, the job's good. Job's good. Whatever. So everybody else, their team leads came down, took them out to lunch, took them out to coffee. Somebody else's team lead when it was the first time to come and introduce themselves came and grabbed me up and said, yo, let me treat you to a coffee. You can come with us. Let me tell you about how the job is, et cetera, et cetera. So now we're going to fast forward to when I was actually moved into the section after this four-month period. Um, the guidance that I got was not necessarily the best from my leader because my leader told me, look, I'm not going to be teaching you myself. I'm going to assign somebody else to teach you. 
I'm like, all right, cool. I can work with that. That's perfectly fine because all I want at the very end of the day is to perform well and to be able to learn and help the team the best way I can. So the person that he assigned me, he failed to let me know that this person had not been in a leadership position before, like ever on this job. So um, when I came with questions, all my reports and whatnot, I was hit with the, uh, yeah, um, let me, uh, I I got you. I'm gonna get back to you and blah, 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 blah. No actual communication. Mind you, this person also never came down to introduce themselves or, you know, speak, blah, blah, blah. You know, I know to some people this may sound like a petty thing, like I'm just whining, but I feel like if you want to truly understand somebody, you got to be able to eat at the same table with them. You got to be able to, you know, drink with them, drink from the same bottle. I don't mean like water bottles that you put your lips at, but for all of you who do drink wine, ale, spirits, gin, um, from the same bottle into, you know, similar cups, whatever. You get you get the point that I'm trying to make, but you got to be able to have that level of equal standing with somebody, whether it be in food, drink, music, some type of platform where we both stand as equals and can understand each other. But I didn't get that. Um... So my team lead, uh, they gave me this person. We'll call them um, Sarah. We'll call my team lead James, and we'll call the person Sarah uh, that he appointed Sarah. So James told Sarah, "Look, you're in charge of him. He, any questions he got, take care of him." So any reports that I would have, if I had any issues, such as template reports, blah blah blah, I talk to Sarah. What's up? Uh, I need this, that, and the third. How exactly do I do this? Because I tried this method, but this method wasn't here. What is the way that you would approach this? So Sarah would give me, you know, a digital answer. She'd always call uh, call my office desk and be like, uh, this is how you do this. This is how you do that. Never giving me, you know, a written form, even though I definitely say that. Yeah, can I get a written form for that? Sorry. So we're going to fast forward. This kind of carries on for a while where I'm pretty much figuring everything out if i'm not figuring it out myself i gotta go to other sections within the workplace to find out hey um how would you do this because i'm not necessarily getting help from sarah so um down the line sarah i what is it it becomes more and more apparent as i'm requesting these meetings for advice or guidance whatever it is as a new person asking a veteran you know i'm asking sarah Let's say I send an email at nine. I don't get anything back until like one. Let's I send you an email at nine saying, Hey, can we meet at two thirty so we can discuss this, that, and the third that I did and any other possible you know, any alternate ways that you would suggest me doing such or is there a certain format or a template that you would like to conform, you know, like me to conform to, etc. Uh, I want you to know this kind of conversation makes me heated because I'm just really thinking, yo, you this is a poor job. Um so Sarah wouldn't get back to me. Mind you, I sent the email at 9. I asked to meet at 2.30. I don't get nothing until 2.14, 2.15 saying, yeah, I can meet at 2.30. Now, for all of you busy people who uh, don't like sitting around or really just decent human beings, if I try and schedule something with you and you don't get back to me until 14 minutes before the thing, I mean 16 minutes before the thing is even going, and you telling me that you can meet, I could have already scheduled an appointment with somebody else, could have got the work done instead, and just reported to someone else entirely. Now, some of you are thinking, well, why didn't you just request somebody new? All right, I tried that. Here's the thing, though. Nobody knew was, quote-unquote, uh, 
available. And I said, all right, well, let me get somebody who's physically here at the building. Nah, there's nobody here at the building. Okay, um, cool. That's, that's fine. So now I'm just working through these things again with other people in outside sections because I'm not getting the proper leadership. So I'll go back to James and say, all right, well, since Sarah ain't really helping, James, help me out. <clears throat> what exactly am I missing? What is it that you see? What is it in your quality of work that you would see that I would do properly or that I should do properly? So James, he does this thing where it's like, all right, listen to this telephone conference. I'm going to give you the yada, yada, yada. Okay, but sir, I would rather a written form so that way I can have, you know, documentation so I won't have to keep calling you back, blah, blah, blah. And just do what I said and get it done. All right, cool, cool, whatever. Um, But I'm getting off track. But you're, you're seeing where I'm coming from here where the leadership doesn't necessarily scale down. Nod your head with me if you do. Put that lotion on my dry hands if you understand me. So, that's a shout out to Life of Real, if he ever listens to this. Um, getting back to the main topic. As a leader, your job there was, you know, from James and Sarah's level, your job was to make sure not only that I get my work done, of course, but your job was also to make sure that I understood the work that I was doing so I wouldn't have to come back to you for questions. See, things need to be properly explained in order for people to understand what exactly it is that they're looking at. So, I'm not a dumb guy. I'm not a dumb guy. Now, I do stupid things, but I'm not a dumb guy. So, anybody who, uh, in real life, who has, you know, heard about my grad, uh, what is it, adventures? My adventures in grad school, then you could, I guarantee you, you know, all of you, I appreciate you, of course, for hearing out those grad school adventures, but... When it comes to my intelligence, is not to be questioned because I've done my work. Uh, you know, I got a bachelor's in engineering, you know, trying to get this master's in uh, cybersecurity, database structures, and eventually go and get my doctorate in quantum mechanics. But, you know, I'm re- debating that because I don't know where it's going to go. The point is, don't question my intelligence and don't assault my intelligence. You get a lot of people who can't teach. I'm pretty sure a lot of you have had a teacher that you all remember that was absolutely terrible at teaching your class. Back when I was in high school, in fact, all throughout high school, I was trash at math. So I'm pretty sure somebody's thinking, hey, why would you go for engineering in college if you sucked at math? Let me explain. So I had a trash teacher way back. I may have told this story already. I don't remember. Um, Trash teacher back in math, all four years of high school, get to college, got a proper teacher and I just started killing it all the way through to Calc 3, Diffie Q, Linear Algebra. Um, but I was just killing it because I had different teachers. I had a different teacher who taught a different style, who understood that I needed to be taught a different way. Now, oh, I love this. God dang, Cameo. Come on, Chocolate City. Anyway, you know, with this, the, the teacher position, being for all of my teachers out there, you understand that being... A teacher means you're leading over someone's life. You have a big influence in how they decide to do things. For all of my teachers of a really young generation, say first grade teachers, second grade teachers, you understand that what you say is going to stick with that child for the rest of their life. And for all of you know, my college professors, high school teachers, what you say is going to influence how a student moves for the rest of their life. It's the same thing, essentially. But I'm saying that you guys are leaders. 
for everybody where somebody comes to you for reference or somebody comes to talk to you because they believe that you have a better understanding of a topic, you are in their li- you're in their eyes a leader. Somebody that I can come to depend on when I don't know what to do. Your elders, their leaders, you know, how did you manage to survive this long? The people, you know, and you, you know, if you go to church or really at your favorite bar, food store, restaurant, whatever, the elders, you know, you wonder, yo, you 70, 80 years old, how are you managing this thing with this crazy world out here and blah, blah, blah. Well, sit down and let me tell you something. Those are your leaders. Those are your leaders. And, you know, I told you my definition of a leader earlier at the beginning of this thing, but I just want to say the gist of it in like 20 seconds. A leader is somebody who understands his pack or her, her, her pack, his or her pack, their pack. A leader is someone who understands their pack. Um, a leader is someone who chooses not to fight just to fight, but to fight for something that's better for the pack. A leader is someone who takes care of the pack. So that's two. Let, let's focus. Two things so far, because that first one was kind of all over the place. A leader is. Hold on, I gotta flip the record over. You, you, just, just bear with me here. Bear with me. We on side one. I'm switching this joint over to side B. Remember, this is again Knights of the Sound Table by Cameo. Let's put this thing back on. <coughs> Choking on life. So, first thing, leader understands the pack. Second thing, leader takes care of the pack. Third thing, a leader would never put themselves over their pack. I don't know if you ever seen that picture of the wolf and the line of wolves, but um, with the wolf, that the actual the actual alpha of the pack, he stays behind the pack, or she, they, he, it's the animal kingdom. So the alpha stays in the back of the pack to protect the pack from any incoming danger. But a leader, this is number three, a leader would never put themselves above a pack. The pack comes first, as always. And it will do whatever it takes to make sure that that pack survives, strives, and goes on to spread, you know, whatever knowledge, children, life force, any form of energy to the world. But I'm saying all that to say this. Remember, First one, leader understands the pack. That means they'll sit down, talk, you know, have a better understanding of their being and work ethic. Really just who they are as a person. Because we're people first. We're workers second. We're people first. We're workers second. In case y'all didn't hear that, I have to say it for the people in the back. Second, the leader takes care of the pack. If I have it within the power to make sure that you, you know, I can come up on your shortcomings. I can make sure that you're brought up to the rest of the pack. Make sure that we're all even and we're all working towards the same goal. And we have all the tools that we need. Then I will do that as a leader. And third, of course, a leader will never put themselves before the pack. So now that you guys have, you know, your uh, small little leadership talk, leadership conference, whatever you want to call this. This episode, I just had to throw it out there because I've been going through a lot, man. Uh, I've been going through a lot. I got a lot going on here at home. Um, things are good. Don't 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 ever misread me. Things are good. I feel good. And honestly, spiritually as a person, I'm a lot better off than I was, you know, years ago. As bad as things are, or as good as things are, 
I'm always going to be grateful for everything. And I'm going to have an episode on being grateful. Um, I just got to remember to actually put it out and get off my butt. And probably put on another vinyl because I'm really banging with this night to the sound table. No, they're not paying me for this. But this is all their music. Anyway. Um... That's all I got to say. If you guys have any questions, if anybody wants to challenge me, really do an anchor segment on the show. Let me know. Um, I'm really more so free on weekends. I'm going to try and do these things on weekends because uh, I got to go take care of some business. I just had a brain fart. Anyway, you want to get in contact with me, contact me at, uh, what is it, at Sunnyside Sam Official on Instagram. Or uh, do better radio at gmail.com. This is your boy Sunnyside Sam signing off solemnly. It's not really solemnly. I got a bunch of sunshine in this state. And know what? This is not Florida. But that being said, guys, feel free to contact me. I want you to keep being you. And remember always, always, always do whatever it is in your power to do better. This is Sunnyside Sam, and I'm signing off. Pardon me, but uh, what do you mean, who am I? My father is one of the richest men in the world.